indigenous music culture. Revolutions per minute. I was sitting there face to face with the next generation, my responsibility, and it was just like, boom. Episode 13, Motherhood. Hey, my name is Oz12, and this is RPM. Indigenous music culture. The next generation. Many nations around Turtle Island have references in their oral traditions and prophecies about the important role of the seventh generation. This concept refers to the seventh generation of indigenous children to be born after contact with European settlers and how we must live our lives in a sustainable way, making sure the earth is sustainable for seven generations to come. The people with the most direct connection to the next seven generations are, of course, our mothers. They're everywhere, but sometimes we take their hard work for granted. That's especially easy to do if they are musicians on stage. Most of the time, audiences are unaware of how much juggling is going on behind the scenes to keep a musical career going while also raising a family. Revolutions per minute. Today on RPM, we enter the world of indigenous musicians who also happen to be young mothers. This is episode 13 of RPM, Motherhood. I'll speak with three musical mamas from all over Turtle Island. Hip-hop MC Lakota Jones in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Finding new galaxies, far from reality. You going out with me, we'll be back eventually. Inez in British Columbia's Fraser Valley, a.k.a. Stalo Territory. And we'll begin with Equal in Saskatchewan, holding it down in the great prairie country. No, I never, I never thought of love like this, right down to my very last cell it exists. Call it what you want, like maternal instinct, I'm based on intuition, a new way to think. This is RPM. Let's get this revolution started, yo. Revolution 13. It's time for you to listen for a minute. Cause this is where I share bits and pieces of my truth. What I know and what I know about life. My name is Equal. I go by, um, I also go by Lindsay Knight, my colonized name. And I'm from Muscaday First Nation out here in Plains Cree Territory, Treaty 6, what is now known as Saskatoon is where I stay. So what's going on with Equal? What's happening today? Uh, not much, just doing a million things at once as usual. Just trying to get it done. I'm, I've been with my son all day, three-year-old. Went to school, doing research, practicing, got a big show tomorrow. So trying to get a practice in and trying to write a bit of lyrics. So story of my life, it's all good. Power in spirit, my God. Power in music, my God. Power in my voice, hear it. Just brown by scraps. Becoming a mom is just like, you know, your whole life does a 180 and it, and it becomes, you know, about that little little person, you know, like your, your sleep is, everything's affected, right? But as you grow together spiritually, it, it be, everything becomes, every cognitive pattern becomes about that little person. And what happened with me was, I had him and I went through, for the first little while, I went through postpartum depression, which is something that a lot of times in our Indigenous communities we, we don't, or maybe communities in general, but we're not comfortable talking about because, you know, we're supposed to be the strong Indigenous women who, 
you know, can handle anything and have been through the greatest hardships ever known. But um, what happens sometimes is, you know, you have this child and it's such a, it's such a different thing that, that, you know, different people experience it in different ways. And for myself, it was, it was very hard. And I ended up, you know, hitting depression and I hadn't known what depression was until I actually had depression. I, it was probably one of the, the most trying part times of my life. So what I did, and as I had mentioned before, like I had opened this whole creative portal had opened that I had no idea existed and I started writing. And I started writing and writing and writing and within that first year I had developed my most recent album which is called Niso. And in our Cree, Plains Cree language, Niso means two. And it was because my whole life had split into two. It, or it became about two, like it was about me and this little guy, Kisik. And my, the way I had to think, the way I had to do everything became about both of us. And so I titled the album Niso and I wrote about each of these experiences. So I have a song called Akte Wichasin, which means things will get better. And I wrote that song when I had, you know, dealt with this postpartum depression and I thought, you know, I could hide it and just pretend like it was only for the first month. Like it, you know, I got over it pretty quick. But some people it lasts a whole year and, and you know, I could hide it or I could speak out, write a track about it, talk about it and let other young young women know that it's it's acceptable to talk about, right? And acceptable to deal with because the sooner you do, the better things get immediately, you know, just like anything. It was the second night and I couldn't hear a sound Only nurses at the front desk joking around I looked at you on the floor and the baby in the cart Both off in a dream and both holding my heart Sleep wasn't much of a friend of mine It hadn't stopped by since the baby arrived I couldn't believe this little being was outside An emptiness came crashing in to fill the void I So I wrote that song I just wrote about the experience of being a mom responsibility you know I had always heard and I know you have too about the next seven generations and the importance of doing things with that always in in your mind and that whole concept just like became completely like different to me because it was actually I was sitting there you know face to face with the next generation that was you know my responsibility and it was just like Boom, as you say. <laughs> Boom. So, yeah. So it was just, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot of, a lot of changes. What are the biggest challenges you, you faced so far, being a mother and being a musician? There must have been a point where you're like, okay, this is gonna get crazy. Well, what have been the challenges since? It was weird because I wanted to take a year off. I, I performed right until I was nine months pregnant, and that was fun. <laughs> Fun to say the least. Well, actually, it was. Um, but when I had him, I wanted to take a year off, but that wasn't happening because I had, you know, festivals calling, and and I just, you know, I I couldn't say no. Like it's, you know, it's too much fun, and it's also good money, right? <laughs> so um, I ended up taking him along with me to a lot of the festivals in the early spring and summer, and it was just like continuing to do all of the the performances and the gigs and the workshops and everything and just taking him with me until it got to the point where he was starting to talk and get mobile so it like it couldn't happen anymore right so that's when it got really really you know I had to turn down a lot of things and 
I really had to weigh my pros and cons and my priorities and I ended up having to turn down many shows and you know a lot of the sort of you know charity events or you know things that you may donate to if you had the time I just I had to say no so and to this day I'm still doing that I'm really selective as to what I do and you know how it's going to benefit me and my family and in my career I can't remember what life was like without my son my world your world all wrapped up in one with a life so tight that it'll never come undone my world your world all wrapped up in one with a love so tight that it'll never come undone if you had any advice for the uh, you know other life givers out there who are involved in music and and you know uh, entering the world of motherhood what advice would you give them from your experiences the biggest one would be not to compare or to try to do music in the same way that people who are not, you know, parents or mothers, you know, especially in hip hop, the guys <laughs> try not to um, get confused with priorities in life because as a mom, your absolute number one priority is that child. And if you do that with all your heart and you put that little one first, everything else if you do it properly and in a good way everything else just falls into place and i found that for myself and i can't stress that enough to any other young mums out there who want to do music might have to take a little break for a few months but when it comes back it's just like it's crazy it's fire i am and be so win me cheat, I see me walk, but you walk. Me cheat, I see me walk, I got me more walk. Need me open matsin. And you're listening to the music of Equal on RPM.fm. This is episode 13, Motherhood, and my name is Oz12. We're going to hear a bit more from Equal in just a few minutes, but first, I wanted to pass the mic to a couple other first-class Indigenous musicians who are also young mothers. They've both been my guests on previous episodes of the RPM podcast. First up, we have Mohawk and Cherokee MC Lakota Jones. I spoke to her in episode 7, which was all about hip-hop. Let's go to another place, another time I asked Lakota how she juggled being a musician and being a mama. Oh, well, the funny part is, you know, now that the babies are getting older, they've started to realize that, you know, sometimes I'm mommy, sometimes I'm Morningstar, and then sometimes it's Lakota Jones time. So, like, my boy, he's four. He'll come up to me when he knows I'm doing my music or whatever. You know, he'll come up to me after and he'll be like, Mommy, are you done being Lakota Jones now? (laughs) (laughs) So he, he understands, you know, that this is... That's who I am as well as, you know, mommy and all those other things. But but they get it and they come to my shows and they support. And, you know, I'm the greatest mom in the world because from the beginning, she's always supported me in that in whatever way she can help me with the babies so that I can keep on pushing. She'll do it, which for me is, is I honestly believe the only reason why I've been able to get as far as I have, because I have her supporting me with them. That's cool. I've checked out a bunch of your music. I've seen you through throughout the years grow as a as a musician, as an MC, and you haven't overtly went to that part of pop music, which is popular today, of, of right. pushing your sexuality as a as a foundation of your image. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I just always thought. Like, I want to try and be somebody that not only my own daughter or my own son, but like anybody else's kids can look up to me 
and and if their parents find out that they like Lakota Jones, that they're going to be all right with it because I'm not out there in a bikini shaking around or whatever. I'm not out there like half naked. I wanted to rather than have people like, oh, we love Lakota because she's so hot. You know, the way people are like, oh, we love J-Lo. What was her video? What was her song about? I don't know, but did you see what she had on? You know what I mean? Or did you see her when she bent over? Did you see that? And I, and I saw that kind of growing up, seeing other artists coming up and all that stuff. And I saw what, what grabbed people's attention. And it wasn't always their skills. And I just really wanted people to, you know, respect me or like me for the skills. You know, the, the beautiful or the whatever else can kind of come next. But I didn't want that to be what makes me stand out. What if I told you that I was going to the moon? And that's Lakota Jones. To hear more from her, head on over to rpm.fm and check out episode 7 of the RPM podcast, Native Hip Hop. This is episode 13 of RPM, Motherhood. My name is Oz12. And back in the very first episode of RPM, I talked to Inez from the Stalo Nation in the Fraser Valley, not too far from the RPM studios in downtown Vancouver, British Columbia. Inez has toured all over, visiting indigenous communities across Canada while also being a mom. And here's what she had to say about that. traveled as much as I can for those people who do know I have a son he's now just over two so I traveled quite a bit and he came with me because he was um, still breastfeeding so I had a bit of an entourage I always had to bring a babysitter but it was really cool to travel with my son and have those memories and do shows and uh, because I traveled around breastfeeding it just seemed to be this predominant issue that I was breastfeeding everywhere and people thought it was weird and that really surprised me too because where I'm from in my community, everybody breastfeeds. And that was something my mom was adamant about. You're going to bring your baby with you because you're breastfeeding. You're not leaving him at home and you're a mom now. And so when I brought him and I was just feeding him, people were like, oh my gosh. So I learned how not popular breastfeeding was in some communities. Kind of interesting. But it's on its way back. I think it's... It's a big change and I, 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 my day job is a nurse so I connected with some nurses in different communities and they talked about how they're working really hard to bring that back mm-hmm. because it's the best thing that you can offer for little babies, right? And it's cheap and it's a great uh, tool to bond with um, little ones and give them little hearts of gold so that they feel that closeness. And I've talked to a number of different artists who were women and where we want families and we have children. and before it seemed like it was uh you know you have to be single and you can't have a family in order to be an artist but there's a lot of young moms coming up in indigenous music and i happen to be one of them and so that was interesting that that was something that i encountered with my son on the road
We just heard from Inez, and to hear more from her, head on over to rpm.fm and check out episode one of the RPM podcast, West Coast Volume 1. This is RPM. Indigenous music culture. Episode 13, Motherhood. Earlier in the show, we heard from Equal. Her son's name is Kesig, and here's a track that she wrote for him. Sis, and a piece some light up the sky, heartbeat like a drum. Grab hold of the world, my son. You are, you are the one. Sis, and a piece some light up the sky, heartbeat like a drum. Grab hold of the world, my son. You are, you are the one. No, I never, I never thought of love like this. Right down to my very last cell, it exists. Call it what you want, like maternal instinct. I'm based on intuition, a new way to think. Everything I am, I give to you. Everything I have, I'll share with you. There's a lot of things you're not gonna learn about in school, so I'll be there to protect you from it all if that's cool. Had your back since you sat in my womb, and I'll keep that up till my name's on a tomb don't get me wrong it won't make your life easy i'll help with your strength because you need it believe me they're out there everywhere the haters and the game players keep your eyes open and your mind full of good prayers that's another thing we'll tell you to believe know when you listen to the wind and the trees or the birds in the breeze be proud and close do you teach your son music lessons yeah i do in fact he's just he's an amazing musician already he's like since he was born i never did really sing lullabies to him i just freestyled to him but really good at freestyling that first year, man. Really good. <laughs> like, that's all I did. And so he's so used to hearing lyrics that anytime he has, he's around when I'm practicing or, you know, trying to get some new verses down, he just crashes out, like, right away. Or if he comes and watches one of my shows, he's just like, you know, after, like, the first verse. <laughs> so that's his lullaby. And he drums. He has um, hand drums. He plays guitar. He's just, like extremely musical he's just gifted and he has like this innate sense of rhythm so we're really we're really lucky to have such a musical little guy because he fits right right into this home <laughs> what's your favorite story about uh you and your son uh at a music event <laughs> oh man he's not shy so he wants to get on stage and you know i've seen that a lot I remember watching a war party gig one day and seeing their little guy come on stage and oh so cute <laughs> but he comes on stage and then everybody is just like they're all about this little guy who's up there like doing his thing he's got his little hand drum and he's he's trying to rap and everybody on me and then it finally gets to the point where it's like hey 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 I'm the one getting paid here bro get off the stage <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but no it's funny it's funny because he's he's really into into he's a little showman already so it's very cute although i should mention right now it's kind of he's going through a little phase like i performed last week and he decided to get really really upset with me for being on stage so it's a new it's a new phase that which means he might not have to kind of not be around for the next few shows because when i'm in rapper mode it's all about being in rapper mode and doing my my hip-hop performance but when he's there, like giving me the the stink eye, it's like my mom mode is like squeezing in there. I'm trying to like do both, and <laughs> so it's a little hard right now. <laughs> I got a show tomorrow night, so I think I'm probably just gonna let him stay home with dad. <laughs> you gotta teach him how to be a hype man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> do you know what it's like to get into a fight over something so stupid that it shouldn't ignite? A little spark, but it does, and off come the gloves. Someone stepped inside a zone that wasn't their own Said something they shouldn't have Try to take it back later It's hard to apologize though to a 
racist or a hater I got no problems with opinions with backing but just don't blurt out an idea when your education's lacking you're listening to Revolutions Per Minute, also known as RPM. Indigenous music culture. This has been episode 13, Motherhood. To hear previous episodes of RPM or catch up with the latest news from around the world of Indigenous music culture, visit our website, rpm.fm. You can join the revolution by connecting with us at RPMFM on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. My name is Oz12, and it's been great to be here with you again, but I'm out. Heichka. What you doing, Buffy? I'm feeding the baby. See, he's drinking milk from my breast. Oh, that's a funny way to feed a baby. Lots of mothers feed their babies this way. Not all mothers, but lots of mothers do. Oh. And he likes it because it's nice and warm and sweet and natural. And it's good for him. And it, I get to hug him when I do it, see? Oh. Well, is that all he ever needs to eat? Well, at first when he was just born and very tiny, this is all that he wanted and all that he needed. But now that he's getting bigger, see, I mash up fruit and vegetables and sometimes a little bit of meat. And as he gets older, he'll, he'll need more and more different kinds of food to eat. But... But right now, this is just fine. He's uh, drinking his milk. You know, that's nice. Mm-hmm. RPM.